That's how we're gonna uh, start the podcast. Let's get this. <laughs> let's get this started. <laughs> I'm sorry, James. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, what the fuck happened there? Well, I, I, did, did, I, did I miss any window? No, no. Okay. Uh, hey. What'd you say? Hey, welcome to Pastor Cups. It's your boy. I did what's happening was popping episode 111, which is 111th. Mm. 111th? Mm. Or 11th? 111? I think so. You think so? I, I learned the English. You, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah. when you said I learned the English, <laughs> it tells me that we are on the same track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to our tens and tens of what's happening. What's popping? It's your boy. I did. I got Turks right next to me. Yo. And Champs still has COVID. Thank God. We're still playing. Oh, oh he's here. Champs. Shit, forgot. <laughs> Fuck. He's in my ears. <laughs> Hi, Champs. How are you? Mr. Plaguey Plague. How you doing? I am. I am. <laughs> at this point, I am done with, with quarantine, I feel. Uh, oh, okay, you're mentally done. Yes. You're not really, really I'm done. Mentally done. I'm uh, mentally done, yes. I okay. feel my senses coming back. I can smell things once again. That's Thank bullshit. God. I have guys that have been like I, six months after COVID and still can't smell. Geez. Can you smell Okay, stuff? that's... What, what you been Them. smelling? What you been smelling? Exactly, what you been smelling? Candles. I've been smelling candles. I've been lighting candles. You've been lighting oh, candles? Shit, hold up. Oh, I got I got <laughs> Set the scene for me. Set the candles. <laughs> okay, oh, well, set the scene. So you got candles on, Hajjaj is playing in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what else you got? Yeah. Bathtubs full. <laughs> bathtubs full I mean, of water. I'm, I'm, look, I'm, look, I'm looking out the window. It's dark. <laughs> also, you're sitting in the bathroom, yeah, in the bubbly bathtub, yeah. looking out the window in Waiting the dark. For rain. Hold on. In the dark with candles on. Yeah. yeah and Hajjaj yeah. is playing. Mm. Trying to to sniff a candle. <laughs> I'm not sure where y'all got the bathtub, but yeah, that's. I'm just, I'm just saying. Oh, definitely a bathtub. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's Thursday. Thursday, we get questions from our listeners and viewers. And today, Champs is supposed to hang out, by the way, guys. I'm just ignoring him. So, Champs, <laughs> I'm here. I'll just, just pretend like I'm there. <laughs> you, you ain't got shit to do. I know that. You ain't got nothing. You're staying with us for a minute. But it's going to be a short okay. episode today. Like, we don't got that many questions. I'm just bullshit. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to make it short. Uh, so, y'all want to start light or what? Go. Jamsy, sure. I, I fucking look as much as I fucking hate you, I really miss you, my guy. I I, I miss y'all too. I miss society. <laughs> to be, to be, to be more specific, you know. I, I miss interacting with people, you know. I miss oh, the shit. daylight. Um, um like these are among the things that I feel like I don't have. Daylight, daylight is on you. I'm sorry. Daylight, this it's, it's not quarantine stuff. I mean, I do participate in daylight, but it's the wrong type. Daylight. Okay. Okay. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the tail end of the day. Low shit. I gotta go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I do feel like a vampire. I do wake up when the sun goes down and I keep going on until the sun goes up again. And then I'm like, ah, light. No. Uh, sounds like 2020. Yeah, uh, so exactly. first question. <laughs> Get this shit over with. Go on, go on. This is going to be an 18 minute podcast. <laughs> Uh, first question comes from Munti. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to say his name this time. <laughs> he was like, is this the episode you an, you are announcing replacing Champsy with Monty? Yo, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> you wish, Monty. You fucking wish. Oh, <laughs> Did you feel salty I'm about that, that Champsy? easily replaceable. Wow. Ch- Champsy doesn't feel salty. He has uh, no feelings. He's not that easy to feel. Well, I mean, you know, I heard a lot of people say a lot of different things. Exactly. Everyone's like, yo, it's about time. Get him out of here. <laughs> like, I mean, he, he, he was all right. He was all right. He I'm was all right. He was, all right. Yeah. <laughs> he was a good addition to the couch. Yeah, he put, he put a lot of pressure on you, my guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put a lot of weight on, on my shoulders. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, Step your uh, game up. Nonetheless, nonetheless. Look, yeah, anytime do, uh, you think of like, you know, slacking, just know the Munti is right behind you. He's just, right there. But well, high beaming the fuck out of you out the way. I can actually see him looking at me right yeah, now. Yeah. Side like, of the my, ring, my, just waiting to get tagged third in. Eye. Right there. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, the challenge is real, I, I must admit. But, uh, mm. and I do I do feel like I bring a lot to the podcast, nonetheless. Yo, are you I'm trying to prove yourself right now? What's happening? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. You're good. Shamsi, you're good. Shamsi, Don't Shamsi. Worry. Shamsi. Uh, you know, contractually, you're always coming. going to be here, Shamsi. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You got nothing to fear. Contractually. <laughs> <laughs> you're always going to be here. Uh, by legally binding contracts. <laughs> exactly. Uh, not love. You signed off your soul for this mm. shitty ass podcast. Uh-huh. Anyway. How, how are we getting. Anyway. Stop, Shamsi. Stop. On. I know, I know you have no friends. You've been bored as fuck at home. So bored. Uh, here's a good question. Is there a bad or wrong way to defend Saudi? Bad or wrong way to defend? I think even if you ask that question, if there's a right way, what is the right way? 
Because the, when someone perceives you as bad, don't care which way you do it. Yeah, but defend against what exactly? Uh, I think what they mean, talk about like, you know, when foreign uh, newspapers. Uh, like uh, stereotypes and shit? Stereotypes, attacking us, whatever the fuck it is. Mm. Pointing fingers over some bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially now, like every time we make a huge announcement for something crazy for this world, they all start hating. Is it really I mean, going to happen? Oh, go ahead, James. I mean, I, I do think there's a wrong and bad way, honestly. Yeah, I think it depends on what you're trying to do here. If you're trying to convince the other person that, you know, they're wrong, there's a right way of, of having that discussion. But if you're just trying to, you know, uh, unleash unleash the, the wrath within, you know, because yeah, but- honestly, a lot of a lot of these, a lot of, you know, these criticisms, it gets to people, you know, and I understand why it gets to people because it hurts people to see us being, you know, unfairly characterized as, as a country, as a nation, as a society. Mm. And it just hurts to see it happen repeatedly and regularly. But at the same time, Yeni, I think there's two levels to this. The first level is sometimes accepting that, you know what, some people just criticize a lot of what you do. So having, having, accepting that and letting that go. And on the second level, actually finding those people that are willing to have an argument or willing to have a discussion. Why, why should it be an argument? Willing to have a discussion or a debate, you know, and, you know, correcting those misconceptions in a way that leaves a lasting impression. That's, because at the that's, end of the day, that's if someone is willing to have a debate with you. If, yeah. yeah if. But usually, usually, which is most of the fucking time, actually, whenever they throw shit at you, they just want, they don't want to listen to you. Yeah. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hear nothing yeah. good from you. They want to hear only bad things. Anything good that you're doing, we don't want to fucking hear it. We're not going to celebrate it for you. If true, today, true. if today we solve climate change, <laughs> if we solve it today, if today we fucking solve it, they will not accept it. Bro, you want, you want, you it's, thank you for bringing that up because honestly, that, that illustrates the point extremely beautifully. I'm looking at the news over the past couple of weeks and couple of months and everybody's talking about this whole climate change conference that happened in, in Glasgow, I think, or in the UK a couple of weeks ago. And nobody's talking about like the actual initiatives that Saudi announced over the same time period. So, you know what? Yeah, yeah, like the focus of the news agenda is on how that was a failed, you know, conference. And none none is looking at, oh, look at what Saudi's doing. Like this is, you know, a generational leap, a transformation of, of, you know, climate policy in a sense that nobody is actually acknowledging. So, Yanni, fuck them. Oh, yeah, oh definitely fuck them. Oh. But at the same time, the reason you're not going to get anything good said about you or like, you know, any coverage is because you're not white. It's that simple. You, you're you're not? not? You're not white. You're not the guy that that I want to look up to and say, hey, you created something new. I mean, I, mean, the, the the, I, I always believe in the whitey argument. So yeah, thank you for putting it. I mean, look at what China has been doing in terms of an economy. There's no economy that fucking destroyed everything like China did, mm. right? <clears throat> and there's still no acknowledgement. Still China bad, China bad, China bad. Even though they they came out of fucking poverty. Well, you see, the thing is, Adam, if you know them them praising China and not painting China with a dark brush, is basically them acknowledging that you know what another system of life, another conceptualization of how the world could run could actually work. Mm. And if they acknowledge that, then it's mm. that basically. You it's know, a uh, critique of their system. Yes, so my, my democracy didn't work. Exactly, mm. my liberal market, the uh, market-based democracy with free fucking markets and neoliberal policies. You know, maybe there's a better solution than that, which has fucked over so many people over the over the past ten years. I agree. Uh, Let's go to something. Bias, else. my guy. Bias fucking bias. Uh, well, since we we're talking about you know the green initiative, initiative, whatever. Uh, promoting a circular economy in KSA. Do you know what is a circular economy of Wichamsi? Fuck yeah. Yes. Wait, wait. I don't know. See, I didn't say Turks. Yeah. Okay, I didn't look at Turks. Mm. Turks does not exist to me today. I need to know. <laughs> okay. This is why, Shamsi, take the, take the floor, my guy. This is why, this is why I'm here. Uh, so actually, Saudi has been promoting. Why I gotta present like it's a TED talk, man? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can explain to you in layman's term, but you want the good details? No, no, I want the Yeah, Shams, yeah, give me the good I'm, details. I'm, I'm getting the pointer out. Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. I can hear it. Yeah. So, you got three minutes on the clock. <laughs> so basically, Saudi has been promoting the idea and the concept of the circular economy for 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 a while now, and. 
the concept that, as it goes is you need to eliminate waste from the system. How do you do that? You do that in, by building the system in a way where all the waste that you end up generating ends up being reused and recycled and reinserted into the system. So at the end of the day, it, mm. it's a system where you are able to lim- limit inputs, okay, uh, because you are always regenerating and reusing what you already have in the system, and you are eliminating waste because you are, again, doing the same thing. Uh, it's it's one of the movements towards sustainable economies that actually working. I'm, uh, I'm a little bit confused. Are we talking about like uh, recycling actual waste or economical waste? I'm talking about both. All the both. Finding, uh, yeah, finding, uh, finding ways to basically use and recycle all of the material that is consumed. Okay, mm-hmm. and you know, lessening the amount of waste while at the same time lessening the amount of consumption. It's, it's so the, you the build a new house. Let me make it simple for you. Mm. You're building a new house, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like we know, houses in 20, 30 years, you're gonna have to rebuild or do whatever. Mm. If this house is going to be taken down in the future because someone wants to build something over there. It needs to be recyclable materials. Exactly. Yada, yada, yada. We okay, can okay, okay. take these materials and take them somewhere else with minimal carbon footprint and build the same thing and be able to use at least 70, 80 percent. Okay, I understand that. I understand that. that okay, because when he said, uh, what, what'd you call it? Uh, cycle economy? Uh, circular. Circular. Circular economy. I thought it was like numbers and stuff because that's what i understood but never mind that i am in full support of i know i think we got like uh a couple of lead platinum projects in neom if i'm not mistaken yeah that they're going for and uh can you please explain to people what what kind of award is that because we always explain people forget it uh lead is an organization that uh uh gives you a certificate based on how green your your project or construction project or like a building is yeah from conceptualizing to logistics to yeah yeah, yeah. from material you're using where you're sourcing them how are you building what's the waste that you're generating did you hang up on shanti's face I was saddened and now I'm happy. I was saddened. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's what the award is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think, I think this is something that we can actually pull off as Saudi, as a country that's trying to go into this new whole industrial revolution. We're literally at the right place, building this the right project to conceptualize all of that and actually put it to work. I mean, Neom is, is a fucking gift, man. Because Neom, any idea that you have mm. that you think it could work, you have a place to actually go and test and try to make it work over there. So, and the thing is, like, you're now waiting on just these foreign investments to come in to make that happen for you. You're actually trying to take those initiatives yourself. Yeah, do it yourself. And yeah, I'm opening the door for all these companies to come in and make use of that. Mm. Like, uh, what was the, the Neom project that was announced yesterday? <laughs> You're talking about the octagon. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Chaps is gonna be really angry with me. I'm sorry, okay, I got please, big fingers. Please, I got big fingers. Here. Please keep me here. Please keep me here. <laughs> please keep me here. Um, like a sad lost puppy. Like yo, yo, please keep. <laughs> I feel anchored. I'm with you, my friend. Uh, um, like yesterday's announcement. The new Neo project. Yeah, octagon. Uh, well, octagon. By the yes. way, a, a great name for a project. I love the new right? project. Okay, it's, dope. It's, yes. it's 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 aiming to build the world's largest floating industrial complex. Which a, a a thank you for being so fucking sci-fi and innovative in your <laughs> from everything from the building really, from the, the the name the concept it's 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 out and, of this and, world and, and and the goal basically the, yeah. so the idea the idea is becoming a research facility and, and and production facility okay for sustainable energy for autonomous mobility for water innovation uh, stable food production health and well-being technology and digital manufacturing. Basically, all of this is built in a way that's going to be 100% sustainable and renewable. So that's a key example of the circular economy that we're talking about. You know, building something in a way that, you know, the entire complex ends up, ends up you know, generating the energy that it requires to sustain itself by itself and keeping it in a closed loop where everything ends up getting reused. 
it is obvious that Shamsi hasn't talked in a minute. Right. It, yes, it, it, it's, it's, it's obvious. Excited, it's but, obvious. But I like. Yo, like this is, these are the, these are the, no, no. These are, this is what you're talking about. Sci-fi future shit. This is sci-fi future shit. Right. Mm. Well, you know, speaking, so that's speaking I'm, I'm of like, that. So excited about the shit. Okay. Oh wow. Um, me too. <laughs> we all are my guy yeah, yeah but you can sense that yeah. Shams has been excited for a while and he can't talk to anyone about it so no, he's, like, yeah, he's excited that, that I, I, I haven't I used my I've been busy lately so I, have, I haven't been calling him either so oh okay yeah. Yeah, he's neglected Marra. Uh, no friends thank you for offering conversation for this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's another one that I really like is it our fault that people don't know the diversity in Saudi yes it is our fault for a long, long time, we've been closing our doors, not letting people in. Was that the end of the question? Yeah, that, that, that okay. was. I said yes. That yeah. was the answer to the question. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think it is our fault as people, as everything. Uh, we we close ourselves off from society and from showing uh, the people the wealth of culture that we have. It's and not our fault. I'm sorry. Really? No. I, I, th- I think I think we have been uh put in a slot basically for a while as arab fuck up there is one arab stereotype yeah and then what cause you- no, no, no okay are you talking about in terms of <coughs> uh white people or in terms of what yeah the, yeah the, the entire, globally you mean the, yeah globally globally because media controls how they view us Glo- okay i wasn't talking about globally i was actually talking about in general because I, I know that other Arab countries do not know how diversified Saudi is. True. So this okay, is, yeah, that's that, why I'm looking that, at it. That, that's, that's, that's another perspective. Yes. I'll give you're you that. You're, you're both right. You're both right. And you're both, you, know, you both have elements of right and wrong. Yes, it is our fault because, no, we haven't done a good job of, of putting ourselves out there, of showcasing ourselves. But also, yes, Turks, because the media the, that is not based from here Okay, is not inclined to show us in a positive light, True. and it is inclined to paint this all in in, in a very similar brush, a broad so, brush. Yeah. So, but it is our fault, and this is the power we have right now. The power we have right now is, is being able to put out ourselves for people to see, you know, and being able to showcase the diverse elements that we have, you know, in our society, in our country, in our community. Okay, and and you know, painting them in the in the right light. And you You're see a lot of initiatives just uh, highlighting each and every different uh, corner of the kingdom and how people are like we, we come in all different shapes and colors. My exactly. Guy. Yeah. Tastes. Mm. Mm. Spices. Yeah. How many like local cuisines that we have here that's certain to a a demographic or to a geographic area? There is a great restaurant you should check out. What's it called? Tekia, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Uh, is it in Riyadh? Yes. Is it in Jeddah? No. Is it in Sharqiyya? It's in Riyadh. Halas. So it's sure. only one. Hold up. There's only one store. So think, it's not a chain. I, th- I think so. Uh, okay, it's, not right. it's not a chain. It's not a chain. It's a it's a it's a high end uh, fine dining restaurant. Okay. With uh, food items inspired by different types of cuisine all over the kingdom, uh, in a modern I think Michelin star. It's a Saudi chef, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yes. This is, okay. This is the same one that Nawaf kept telling me about. I'm not sure. Yeah, Noah from Ilham. I'd like to say again, it's been a while since we called Noah from Ilham. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Noah. Fuck you. As usual. Uh, love you. Anyway. Uh, uh, with fuck you at the same time. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah, he told me, he was like, uh, there's this chef that takes local cuisines and deconstructs it. You see a lot of the different uh, chefs doing it here right now. But what I love about this restaurant is with each dish on the menu, they have an icon that represents the the region in the kingdom that this uh, food item came from. Oh, interesting. So you get to see and figure out what each and every dish uh, represents and where it comes from. Uh, it's it's completely different types of food. Tekia? Tekia. From what I'm saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make Google sure. it. Uh, but what's the name? Uh, as I was saying a second ago before I got rudely dis- uh, I'm joking, Klaus. I am rude. No, yes. no go on. Oh, what's the name? Tekia. No, really. How, how many fucking types of uh, cuisines that we have from Janoub to Shamal, to East and West? I'm sure Central. more than a dozen at least. Barraha, man. Barraha. Yeah, I'm sure more than a dozen. And, and I think that's one of the things that we're still, like, we're still in the process of, of kind of, you know, developing, not developing, but in the sense 
building the platform to showcase. And as Terce mentioned, I mean, you have a couple of restaurants that do showcase like, you know, authentic Saudi cuisine in a modern twist. But that theme is still not fully, you know, it's still going. It's still not there yet. Facts on facts on facts. Uh, next one. <clears throat> uh, before that, dude, Mansaf al Shamali. Okay. Did you find me the name of the place? Yeah, yeah Tekia it is. Okay, Tekia it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's also Tekia. Because when we went to Tebu, we went with a... We went a few weeks ago. Sorry? Who? Tehel? There's also Tehel, the one that we went to a few Tehel weeks ago. Tehel is a great yeah, restaurant. Tehel, yes. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, but when, there's a few. When we went to Tebu, uh, we were with this uh, great uh, tour guide who took us to... Uh, uh, استراحت شايب عندهم هناك جابنا اكل بيت منسف سعودي not not the Jordanian منسف it was like you know what? I'm not gonna even explain it go to Tabuk go to Tabuk go to Tabuk find the restaurant I can actually see Turks face right now as he's talking oh, Turks so just said something that I thought was very interesting yeah we were in Tabuk with a tour guide yeah that 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 tells you enough right okay that tells you enough what's yeah, going yeah, on yeah, yeah. yes By the way, amazing tour guide. Like the dude knew exactly what he was doing. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, I think you can. You yeah, can, they provide. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on their website, tell them exactly where you're going, and they'll give you a great tour guide to to, to help you out. You guys went to uh, Wadi Diza, right? Yeah. Beautiful. Took some beautiful pictures yes. over there. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, next question. Um, oh, this is actually another good one. Where does cultural appreciation stop? And cultural appropriation begin. Oh, money! Uh, I think it's money. It always uh, it's whenever you start making money off of other people's shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where the problem is. I thought it was, correct. Uh, but never mind. I think uh, uh, it's 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 a tr- I think it's a tricky. It's, it's a bit trickier than just money. You know, yeah, like money is a big part of it. Yes, but exploitation. I think when you, it's exploitation, uh, definitely. Yeah. And it's, it's white people. I think white people <laughs> exactly. is another big part of it. Exactly. Well. <laughs> ah, cinnamon um, for exploitation. Know. I know white people. No, at the end of the day, I think the problem with culture appreciation is taking something without really taking the time to, to show, either show appreciation for it, explaining where it comes from, uh, show appreciation or understanding of it. You not know, only exactly that, respect. also taking it and, and acting not, like it's one of your own and not respecting and not the culture back. itself. No, no, it's not. It's not about giving back. No, no, no. It's, it's you not even respecting the people of the culture. You thinking that you are, you can speak on their behalf or act on their behalf. Exactly. You know that kind of shit. And exactly. That so kind it's, of white multifaceted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think I, I I think it's also based on like the the respect that you have for the culture itself. If you're just doing it and as a joke, that's that's a big no no. But if you actually respect it. Like if you, if I find like a Saudi kung fu master who's really into like kung fu and shit, kung fu and shit, but that that's that's appreciation. But yeah, but you talk about someone who went to train and do things and learn exactly. Yes, exactly. That, that's respect. A diff- that's a different part than looking at one thing. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. For example, Shima uh, al-Ghutra. Yes, uh, you see them every time they wear it. They're not wearing it to be like us. They're wearing it to be a joke. Uh, how about like um, English football fans wearing uh, the 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 <laughs> napkin cloth as a schmuck? Yes, is that appropriation or appreciation? That, there you go. That's exactly what I was talking about. That's uh, that's appropriation. Uh, look, that one I think it's appreciation. It's a it's a fine. Well, it's a fine. Yeah, it's very, yeah, it's very, very specific because you yeah. need to think about it this way. This is a football. Te- We're talking about Newcastle United, everybody. Yeah. So this is a football team yeah. who had the potential to go big, mm. but it kept getting fucked. And then Saudi came and they bought it, and now they see that they can go and really reach their greatness. So I think that's appreciation. Appreciation, but it's the, with a hint, it, well, with, with a hint of ignorance. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing it because I yes, love you. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a bit of bit of way of putting it. Champ, yeah. any point of views on this? I think I, I think I think appropriation. I mean, it's it's a multifaceted thing. You know, the line between appreciation and appropriation. Okay, might not be as thin as some things, but it can veer there when money comes into play. When you don't give back to the community, when you don't show appreciation for the community, or you know, give the proper acknowledgement to whatever it is that you're trying to, you know, transport 
يعني we touched a lot on a lot of those points يعني but I think there's it's it's a complex it's a complex argument. All right, next question. Are tech entertainment careers like esports and st- and streaming a bubble that will burst? That was a weird question. But uh, yeah, I get it. I get the question also. So basically, I think esports is here to stay. I don't think esports is going to go anywhere. It's here to stay, but it's volatile. That's the Explain issue. to me how. It's based on what game is popping. Mm, good point. And you have to you have to sustain uh basically it's it's a fine line because you are you're you're really good at a game, okay? You make it into like being a professional gamer. You are now contributing in how popular this game is. You are now contributing in how uh how relevant it is. And at the end of the day, it's it's the source of your income. If that game gets like overshadowed by any other game, you have to switch career. Basically, think about I'm a football uh, player and then basketball uh, blows up and I have to switch to basketball. That's exactly what I'm about to tell you right now. Yeah. That, that is a very... That's volatile as well. Yes. If, it's like you have to learn a new trick every day. Exactly. But I think something as consistent as basketball or football that one's never going to change. It's still going to be the same rules. True. So that one can go longer in comparisons to, let's say, Watchmen. Watchmen. Yeah, Overwatch. Overwatch. Uh, there you go. Fortnite. Fortnite. Uh, there we go. Yada, 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 yada. I don't do games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do the games. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I, I think, no, I, th- I think, I think there's a place for it. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. I think that, I think that the competition of esports is always going to be there. It's always going to be there. But I agree yes. with you. But as a career choice, it's difficult. It's very yeah. Because if yeah. I if I know how to play this one specific game really really good, it doesn't yeah. mean I know how to play all the games really good. But I do I do understand that some gamers would like it's a it's a it's a skill set. If you're good at a game, you might be good at another one. But yeah. it won't be as good as all uh, as you were let's say at the last one. But that That's learn, the that learning curve is always going to be easier and easier for you since you know the basics exactly. Yes, but. At the end of the day, football is not reliant on a piece of technology that will one day be obsolete. X is X. Yes. <laughs> X, X is X. I know. But X on an Xbox is written. No, never mind. Never mind. Oh, God. Okay. No, not just that. Like, football has an entire, like, economy built on top of it, you know, as, so, as, yeah, as yeah. not just the game. It's the people that service the game. Esports, I think, is... I don't think it's a bubble. I think it's going to be here for, for, for a minute. You're still going to have esports... Uh, you know the the whole scene is going to keep expanding for the, over the next ten to fifty years. Mm. But I agree with Cirque. It's, it's very volatile. So can you build a career on it? Is it sustainable to build a career on it? I don't think so, because the pool of players is much smaller compared to a game like football. Either way, yeah. And you know, there's going to be regional competitions. Yeah, but you know, I don't think it's something that people should look into and be, oh, this is you know, what should what what I should aspire to be. If you're good at it, keep on working at it. But you know, keep in the back of your mind, like you know, a way out. I think the the career of a, a esports um, scientist scientist let's call them scientists. <laughs> the career of an esports scientist is as uh, uh, as short as a, the career of a model, basically. And you 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 get your time to shine, and then you have to pivot. Mm. You have to figure out a different. Uh, Would you like to apologize to our model friends? All the models, definitely. Your time is up soon. Yeah. <laughs> like myself. Until, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> you will not survive. Your career is limited. Find another hobby. I didn't say cop. No, you said hobby. Let me tell you guys a story. Do you want to apologize to our? There, there was there was a model that was talking to me once, yeah. and she was telling me that she she was uh, she was a vegan, and she makes home remedies and stuff. And Turks came up behind me and said, Atara. <laughs> wow. Dude, that was in confidence. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you what happened. Talk about, talk about misunderstanding. I'm sorry, but that's what home everything. No, I, 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 I agree with him. Yo, yo, he got it right. Let's not be angry at him. It's, it's, it's just a matter of perception. <laughs> sorry for yes, being yes. accurate. I am sorry. <laughs> Why? Yo, shout out to the lovers. And also fucking for this one. What? Why the baby do the baby like that? <laughs> what? 
You know, you know the story, question. right? I know the story. I don't okay, know. I'll, sure. t- I'll tell you the story. So yeah. the baby, mm. the artist, mm-hmm. he went on Instagram live trying to kick out his, his baby mama. What? And his baby mama saying, hey, I have a baby. So oh, wow. you are kicking that's, me out. That's, 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 <laughs> that's, that's funny. Why <laughs> <laughs> the baby do the baby? Like, exactly. It is very dumb, but you know, okay. thank you for this one. Okay. That was like one of the best questions I heard in my life. <laughs> why the baby do the baby like that? <laughs> I mean, I don't, he don't have to. I don't know why he do like the baby like okay, that. Okay, why'd you become a southern woman all of a sudden? <laughs> Yo, why? I say, I say, I say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm just sad on the baby's part uh, oh my god stop with the sweet tea <laughs> are you gonna why do weird people online think billionaires like Elon Musk are their friends yeah Shamsi tell us why people what? weird online and like you in real life think billionaires like Elon Musk is your friend I don't think he's my friend I know that he is not my friend he's the furthest <laughs> thing from my friend that can be it's obvious that you tried uh, it's obvious you got rejected uh, like, it's, it's obvious like, he's salty know, about something exactly we were we were pen pals for a minute but you know that is now behind me. you were butt buddies um, for a minute I don't know like okay that's the thing like what's the other example other than you know Musk like, everything everyone kind of, uh, I'll give another example yeah. Messi Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> you, want me to, you want this to go on? <laughs> I think I think it's accessibility. That's the issue. It's the social media. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, then, there, I can a, add you. you, know what, you a friend. For <laughs> That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know. I, I, I watch you on TV all the time. Yeah, I see you on social media posting all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm buying the products that you're selling. Mm-hmm. I support you, and you're good and bad. Since I uh, and since I you are a part you, of my life. Yes, exactly. I gotta be part of yours, of course. What, you don't like me like that? <laughs> Messy. Exactly. Messy. Remember when Munti was telling us a story about that obsessive girl with the flowers? Yeah. Or the roses? Yeah, still looking for her. Chasing his ugly friend? Mm. I didn't think he was ugly. And then I met the guy. <laughs> Munti said he was ugly. Yeah. I just put it out there. Munti's ugly friend. His word. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. No, but that's, it's, it's actually a thing. And the social media, I think, has a big part of it. Because social media, you're, you're like in somebody's head you know like when Kanye went on his epic Twitter ad it's like okay I'm, it's like who's I'm getting head? with the guy hold know? on hold on go back who's getting head when Kanye went on his epic Twitter rant hey, hey, hey. <laughs> okay. hey. he was getting head and no nobody was getting head I was like <laughs> it's like you're there it's like you're sitting next to them oh you know? okay uh, that, I don't get what's going that's, on that's what it builds uh, I must they, have there's an actual you. term for yeah, there's an actual term for it. I don't know what it is. Shamsiism? Like is it called Shamsiism? <laughs> Where you, you kind of get to feel like you get to know somebody just because you're always distracted. Oh, uh, yeah. Fuck, what was it called? I, I, oh, shit. I had to memorize. I know someone like that. Um, shit. Yeah? Hold up. Let me open up my dictionary. Can't find it. Can't find it. Yeah, but I have a friend Can't like that. It. I have a friend who's obsessed with, uh, what's the name? An artist. Uh, a female R&B singer. To the point that he's like, and, and, we're going to be together one day. I'm like, yeah, you oh, will. Oh. Yeah, you will. Okay. In the like, cycle she, she gets me. <laughs> yeah, she gets me. She <laughs> sings to me. Yeah. She talks to me. Yeah, and, and and social media kind of, kind of you know, magnifies that shit a lot. You know? By the way, I once saw him tweet. <laughs> he added her and he said, uh, I'll never do you wrong or something like that. I'm like, oh, oof, oof, I'm my guy. Oof, I got <laughs> you. I got you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like I'm sure he believes in that but I'm not sure how healthy that is. but that's the thing like people fight about other people for the sake of fucking fighting I, I, I don't get it look, look the day till this day I do not understand people who take it personally when you make fun of their football club I don't understand bro mm. there, there's an element of tribalism involved in that we, we, did, we like discussed that before mm. yeah, yeah, again, in tribalism you need to be a there or be a part of it. Yeah. Walk sitting across the fucking globe on your ass on your phone and then just, you know, talking shit to people online as if you're a part of it. Go go make fun of I BTS. Get it. I got it. I got it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Some yeah. People, yeah, the Koreans some people, some will... People, the, the, all no, 12 year old girls them. around the world yeah. will destroy you. Definitely. Of course. Because they're friends. Well, that, Yo, the fuck thing. BTS. That's <laughs> what happens. <laughs> Uh, and that's when the channel <laughs> shut down <laughs> exactly and that's how Pasta Cups ended <laughs> BTS won uh, next one next one um, 
Chef, hmm. you comfortable? So comfortable. I feel like I belong. Okay. How do you know? <laughs> yeah, I feel so bad for him. I know. It's so, yeah. so sad. Yo, so when sad. are you supposed to get out and get tested? What, Saturday, Sunday? Sunday? I don't know, bro. Bro, I tried to go yesterday and the system was like, nope. Not going anywhere. I was, like, was going to ask you that for real. Yo, like uh, when you said you wanted to go get test before you end your quarantine, how are you supposed to get out? Are, do they allow you to go out? I called the number and the number, the number. was like... Uh, <laughs> Beep, <laughs> poop, poop, poop. The number was yeah. like... Hey, <laughs> 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 the friendly people on the other side of the Ministry of Health number yeah, yeah. who responded very quickly and promptly to my, to my inquiries. Nice. Uh, Sit the fuck down. Sit the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were like in a, uh, the Tawakana it's 10 days after the test so uh, 10 days after you test positive Tawakana switches back to okay like you're good now okay oh you're good good you don't have to go do, do a test or anything yeah like they're probably you don't have to go do oh uh, yeah because I think even it sticks in their system for a couple of weeks Danny. yeah oh after. yeah it says a couple of months I remember one of my boys tested positive for like ever exactly yeah Yeah. yeah. so even uh, if you get like tested it's gonna, it's gonna come out positive even though you're you're done you're gone yeah man exactly. that's what you get for making out with random women champsy yep mm-hmm. and man what <laughs> what <laughs> and animals can I pet that dog no champsy no you don't pet with your lips sure. who pets with their lips I'm champsy sure, I'm sure it was the giraffe that's, that's who it was. Uh, man, that is wild Wow. Yeah. By the way, there's a question that says, what is the perfect dessert? For like 10 minutes, I thought it was the perfect desert. And in my head, I'm thinking, uh, what is it, Morocco? <laughs> <laughs> you actually have to think about it. Wow. Oh, yeah. The, the, I prefer the Mongolian des- desert. You know, desert it's, it's drier there. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, fucking Mongolia. Um, more, more horses. Here's a what, good question. What, what is the most beautiful desert? The most beautiful desert? Yeah. They're all deserts. Nah. What are you talking nah. about? Nah. That's just be different. You have the empty quarter. You have the Sahara. Yeah. You it's have, completely different. You have a little place between Sudan and Ethiopia. That Yo, me and the empty saw quarter is an empty documentary. quarter. It's, a, it's, it's called it's, the Gobi Desert. Yeah, there we go. No, the Gobi Desert is in China. I like. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> you know why? Because I was thinking that there was some Indian dude who went with a flag and made it his own country at one uh, time. And it wasn't called Gobi. Uh, no, I think the, the most beautiful desert uh, it's in Iceland. All ice. So it's a frozen. That is not. Uh, it's a desert. It's a desert. Shamsi, Shamsi, fact check me, please. Here. It's called a tundra. An <laughs> no. Arctic desert is called a tundra. No, an Arctic tundra is completely different than a, than than, a, than an ice desert. No. So anyway, yeah. yeah. Tell me. Deserts <laughs> <laughs> can be cold. I don't know why. Deserts can be cold. Yes, they can be cold. I agree with cold, but yeah. I, I disagree with what's name. Desert doesn't have to be sand. I am sorry. I am sorry. You can have a, a sand desert, a rock desert, and a snow desert. That's fat Turks speaking. What are you talking about? Technically, yeah, it is. the Sahara is not a sand desert, by the way. The Sahara is not. It's not. The border is a sand desert. The Sahara is a rock desert. That's why you said the best looking. Yeah. Mm. See what I mean? That's why. That's why I said the snow ones are nice. The 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 Arctic tundra. That's what he's asking you. What? (laughs) The finest desert. That's the question. The finest Mm. desert. Uh, you know, I mean, the the, the, that quarter has got curves. It's got curves. They got round. <laughs> they got curves there. Yeah, exactly. You got um, humps. Exactly. Yeah, you ride, ride those humps. Zach uh, IPs were a whole song about that. Uh, you know hump mm-hmm. day? That's sad. I'm going to shave. I was partying right now. Uh, next question. Next question. Next question. No, you, you want to stay here and linger? We, we, oh, we forgot about desserts. What's the best dessert? <laughs> what, is, what is the perfect dessert? Uh, I, think, dessert. I think our question was better. I think let's move on now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, fat Turks woke up, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he said desert, he woke up. I got answers on answers for dessert, but never mind. Let's, let's now go. give me one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, a plain cheesecake drizzle with uh, melted chocolate. That Thank sounds like... Um, Diabetes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Type 8. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a number. It's not even a letter no more. <laughs> no, the best dessert is a, is a cookie, my guy. You got the perfect the taste, the texture, and and the the the, the, the portability. Got that on lockdown. 
so, I thought about this. So, so basically, Turks is telling us when he was driving to work, yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you're driving and you need to have some dessert, mm. the it's best it. thing for you. Yeah. It pop it open, just exactly. eat while you're driving. Exactly. Have you ever really ate like a very good meal while you drive? A very good meal? Yeah. Like, define, like, if it's not a sandwich, I don't think. Actually, maybe some noodles. How the fuck do you eat noodles while driving? Some noodles in a box with a fork. The only thing you can eat while driving is <laughs> yeah. still in a box. Yeah. I don't even know what yeah, you sand- sand- about. Sandwiches, sandwiches are automatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can By the way, that's, that's illegal, so we don't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know. God bless Sahar yeah. for protecting our lives. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, at what point should you stop parenting your future kids? And let them go about their go about life their way. Um, we don't have kids, yeah. So yeah, start. I would ha- start with having kids. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, so we can't really answer that question on behalf of my friends who have kids. Um, they all say fuck them kids. So <laughs> I I do not have the best uh, influence around me. If I'm just gonna just gonna throw an answer you as are. if I know what I'm talking exactly. about. Exactly. You. Are. I think um, when. Are you trying? They know how to. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> you keep going. You say. I think when they know how to take care of their own, halas, you gotta, you gotta let them go. But what is taking care of their own? Uh, deal and with I, life I, without going like uh, papa, papa help. By the way, you teach them how to do that. <laughs> yeah, you teach them how to do that until they don't need lessons anymore. But yeah, are, are they gonna, gonna still be reliant that? on you? That's the, that's the issue. Do y'all believe in boarding schools? Do you think boarding school shapes up the person differently? Uh, definitely. Well, definitely. it does because your parents is not there, my guy. Yeah. It's but different, I'm saying... Uh, differently, yes. Yeah, different what type of way? Is it is it a pre- preferred option? Dep- depends on the boarding school. <laughs> depends on the boarding oh my school. God, okay. All the guys that I, I know that I went to boarding school yeah. are not too attached to their families. That, that's the issue. That's what you... That's, that's the... Um, that that, that conflicts fa- with our culture. The family values yeah. are not there anymore. The values. Yes, the yeah. family values. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's, that's one of the things that boarding school does. You excuse know, my it British. Breaks the bonds. <laughs> it, it breaks the bonds that you have and it establishes new bonds. And it depends on what kind of boarding school it is. If it's a military boarding school, then you're going to come up with that military discipline. If it's like, you know, one of those fancy ass, uh, you know, mountain boarding schools with, with lakes and shit. And, yeah, you, you know, you're going to get calculated yeah. <laughs> and whatever values they value over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The rain and stuff. <laughs> boats, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's called Boy Scouts? <laughs> it's not called... Boats and duck hunting. It's not called a school. Shams, are you a Boy Scout? Yo, hold up. Who, who has a boarding school on top of the mountain in the middle of the forest? Not Xavier. I know. <laughs> German, Germans, my guy, German. The Germans have castles, yeah. my guy. They don't have boarding schools on top of a fucking mountain. You know, technically yeah. it was Nazis once upon a time, but nowadays we call them Germans. Yes. Oof. Well, yes. Okay. There you go. We had to go there. Shams, he said of Germany, unplug his wires. We had to go there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, uh, uh, yeah. Boarding school, I don't think is um, a, a great, I mean, it, it has its own benefit. But I think you can get that benefit with like a, a, a boarding summer school or a summer camp, rather than for a whole year you're away from your family. Yeah. As a kid, because an ass whooping at six is different than an ass whooping at seven. True, true, true. And uh, it depends on who's whooping your ass. Yes. If my parents are whooping their ass, Adi, hey, that's the, the, my, you can't say shit. Yeah. If a teacher. Yeah, that's game over. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's game over. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. Yeah, but keep in mind. Shams, you're not getting spanked. Uh, that culture doesn't really exist here in Saudi. Like all the people that we know that went to boarding school, went to boarding school where? It's either, personally for me, it's either somebody was sent to military school in the States or they went to an extremely fancy boarding school somewhere. In, in Not in everybody is wealthy like you and your family, so no one understands hey, what you're no, talking no, about. And I'm talking about in the culture in Saudi. Where, yes, again, my guy, there's no culture in Saudi of boarding school. Only the rich of the rich. Mm. We keep saying that you're broke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all, Maybe my all those baby mamas like they come started using tourism visas. My guy. <laughs> Maybe stop. my Maybe my point is we shouldn't really denigrate it when it's not really part of our culture. Like, do we want up on something like boarding school to be part of our culture? I, what the question wasn't. Do you, do you think? Uh, okay, I see what you mean. Uh, you see, you yeah, yeah I, see, I see what you mean. As a Saudi, especially when it comes to religion and teaching Islamic uh, studies, you need a university that can 
a boarding school. Yeah, a boarding school that can deal with not only the culture, but also the religion but at the even, same time. Even if you have a Saudi boarding school. That's what we're saying. Yeah, even if you me, do, that's, 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 it's going to teach you the same thing, but that the, the family values are going to be way less um, inherent. You know? Hmm. Not that well, the, the question the question I'm trying to ask is in what kind of national values would you want to encounter? You get my point? Rather when you take somebody out of of their family's, you know, education or upbringing, you're taking them out of all that social circle and community. And you're putting them in a in a in a in a pool of, of new recruits and you want to form and mold them. What exactly do you want to leave them with? Like you understand yeah, military boarding school to, because you understand the end goal of it. Hey, you know, there's a hierarchy. Yes, they, exactly. They fucking learn how to listen to the hierarchy, and you need to be disciplined in, in your own self. That's the value that they're it's teaching. A lot of discipline, there. definitely. But for us, yeah, I mean, that's that's a bigger question. I'm sure there's plenty of positive national values that we can all agree on. And when I say positive national values, I'm talking about values that we have because of a either you know the religion or because of b us being Arabs or c us being Saudis or c D being from a certain area, whether it's Hijazi or Gassini or whatever. All of those different, you know, triggers, you know, form and shape who you are as an identity, as a value system. Uh, when we're talking about it as a country, how do you take the best out of everywhere and be able to distill it and dilute it and, you know, be able to inject it in all these kids? I don't want to inject anything into kids. I just want. To <laughs> uh, I, I, made, I made it. I made it sound much worse than it actually. Yes, I'm just saying. Know. I'm wow. just saying. But I'm wow, that's that, that's a point that's here. All, yeah. Boarding school is injecting things in kids. <laughs> My kids are not going to a boarding school. <laughs> it, it, you know, you know why I'm thinking about this. Actually, it's fucked up. It's really fucked up. But the reason I'm thinking about this, I was reading this article about uh, about Cold Nazi Chelsea. boarding school. Okay. Sh- okay. And stop. Nazi boarding stop. Stop. Uh, no, no. Stop, Shabzi. Okay. No, <laughs> inspired by something else. Okay, stop. Stop. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Let's not go there. You had a trained one. A lot of treats. A lot of treats. <laughs> we were going so well. I know. We were doing so well. <laughs> yes, Shamsi. And also, yeah. the Nazis had to come in. <laughs> Off a cliff. <laughs> See, that's what happens when you leave me to myself, yes. guys. Germany, uh, boarding school, Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The train of thought is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean the the, the rabbit holes I can find. Um, when did you realize you are an adult? Never. <laughs> Shit, yeah. I do not know what it is, what an adult is supposed to be. Actually, mm. the, uh, yo, Shamsi, I'm a, uh, you're you're you hate capitalism and people in life. Let me ask you this question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I know you're going through a lot today. All right, mm. let's, let's just make it worse. Okay. okay. Do you think the image, the current image in the West of what an adult is, is part of capitalism? Oh, definitely. 100%. You, so you're with me on this one. What? 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 Oh, y'all y'all definitely, gonna definitely. have to explain yourself. Okay, so when, when, you, when they say, okay, Shamsa, go ahead. You, you haven't talked in like an adult. Days. Uh, what is an adult? An adult is a functioning member. <laughs> is an adult? Functioning, contributing, mm. functioning, contributing member of society. Yes. Contributing mm. is more important. Mm-hmm. So basically, you hold down a job you are contributing to the economy. You probably have a house or you're renting, so you're contributing to the economy. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're getting married, so you're replenishing the population rate. You're part of the economy. So the whole thing is built around the idea of you being somebody who will consume and somebody who will produce exactly. rather than being part of a functioning family slash social unit, which is how we view it. Okay, for us, you know, until you belong to a family, you know, you don't belong to a job, you don't belong to a social class, mm-hmm. you know, you belong to the, the, the essential unit that is more formed. That is identity. why when you're young, they say, inshallah, you with zawaj, they focus on the marriage part and the kids part before the job part. Hey, True. You know, your value system. True. Is but that, that, that is also adulthood. How, what is adulthood? Here? Yikbar with zawaj. Okay, Yikbar is Yikbar in age. Okay, it doesn't mean he's going to become an adult. So, so our, our idea of an adult is someone who can uh, uh, provide. Provide and security. Let me finish. Are you Shamsi today? No, I What's am your father. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you what I had to do. I'm telling you what you've been doing. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> Shout out Turks Puff, by the way. I'm sorry yeah, for that one. Yeah, he's gonna whoop my ass. He's gonna whoop my ass. Yeah. Uh, so, so instead of uh, an adult being someone who can hold a job, an adult is someone who can hold a family. That's the difference in idea between adults, between there and here. Is that uh, what you're telling me? I think you have something there. So what Shams is talking about is basically when, when people think about, people in our generation, mm. think about the idea of what an adult is. Their first go-to is what TV taught us. Mm-hmm. An adult is a guy in a suit. Yep. He goes to work, mm-hmm. comes back home. The mm. wife is cooking, but now we have we have more equality. Mm. And now though, you know, she doesn't need they're, to cook. Yeah, they're both cooking. They're both cooking now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're both a kitchen. Yes. So the idea of what it is is it's pushed by capitalism because you are supposed to go and work into a machine and then you come back home getting a war rewarded from your work in that machine. Mm. So the but, idea of you being an adult has to do with the machine that you're put in. Mm. Not as in like you are sophisticated not anything else mm-hmm. it's about the machine okay. but keep in mind there is a breakdown there is a breakdown in that perception happening now because yes. all of those perceptions that we're talking about those were perceptions that were built up by the old generation the boomers okay the boomers okay the created boomers. this you don't have to concept. say it that way <laughs> exactly. happy. Yeah. the boomers okay. <laughs> this idealized concept of like you know you have a job you have a family you have a wife you have a house Nowadays, the current generation, millennials, our generation, are realizing that reality is very different. Nowadays, no, you don't really have a stable job. Now you have a gig, okay, as an Uber driver or whatever. Nowadays, like the whole, you know, buildup of the economy and society. Also, Steve Jobs and uh, Google and everybody else changing the idea of what uh, a business looks like. You come in, yeah, it's exactly. more colorful, like Google, what Google does. Yeah, yeah. You know, make you feel like it's a community. It's more than just a job. They try to build the whole, um, what's it called? A cult? <laughs> it's very cult. Yeah, it's very cult. It's very cult. No, no, you're, you're right. Company counts. So it counts what it is. And it's kind of like, this is a throwback to what used to happen like in the late 1800s states when, you know, you had robber barons and all these big corporations. Um, Standard Oil, you know, that's the original big corporation and now you're getting to corporations that are much bigger and much so the the the, the buildup of society is different and what's this what this is causing is the tension a very great tension between the expectation of okay as an adult you know my parents tell me i should be doing a b and c i should own a house i should have a wife but the reality savings. is savings nowadays i can't afford to do any of those things so that's why i'm a 30 something you know dude that's that's still renting and and working from home and whatever uh, that whole concept of adulthood is fucked. Okay. But on the flip side, what we have here is uh, uh, a reorganization, I guess, or reassessment of what adulthood should look like. Because if we're going to look at our parents' generation, our parents' generation had things much easier than we did. You know, that we do. You know, it's much easier to get a job. And much, no, I disagree that's, with that one. That's, that's huge. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Because every generation had its own struggles. So, exactly. like, they did. Our they kids did. in the future are going to say, oh, you guys had a good back then. They're going to say the oh, same definitely. exact thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's definitely going to happen. But in reality, when they were happen. living it, it wasn't good. Mm. True, maybe. But what I mean is, there's a lot more competition for, for a lot of things now compared to what there was before. So, before. Yes, you didn't have a lot of foundation, you didn't have a lot of infrastructure, but you know, you had the freedom to room to create whatever you wanted. Nowadays, you go up on the scene and a lot of people are already established. There's already a lot of competition in the job market and in the, in the university market and all of that. So it's not as easy as, as it is for the current generation in that sense. I disagree. Now, back, oh, then, no. the, back then, they, sense, they, okay, back then they needed like 10 carpenters and they had 100. Yeah. Dude, my dad used to walk 16 miles just to get to school. By 16 miles, that's, that's miles from back then, which is calculated to yeah, like 16 yeah, yeah. meters. Inflation. You got- <laughs> <laughs> it's like 24 miles right now. No, yeah, you got an inflation to the miles. <laughs> In the rain. Yes. With a broken bicycle. Yes. It was hard. Yes. It was hard. And the bell can only ring one way, not going back. <laughs> so it only has <laughs> it does have the ring. Yo, and the Shahnak but two two rings. That's it. It was tough. It, it and was, he had to pedal tough. real hard or the light would never turn on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life was tough, man. Life was tough. 
I'm not going to compare whether it was easier or more difficult. I'm just going to say it's different. The challenges are different. Exactly. Everybody has their own challenges. Everybody has their own struggles. It's without a doubt. But today, there's more opportunity for work compared to back then. That's without a doubt. You don't even think about it. But the point I wanted to make is the formulation of what it is to be an adult for our generation is already different than it was for their generation. Yeah, that, 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 <coughs> I'm with you on that one. Yeah, we're, we're changing it, but what are we changing it to? That's the question. Everyone's trying to be more minimalistic in everything that they do. Mm. Uh, minimize your carbon footprint, yada, 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 yada. What does that really look like? No one has an idea. Everyone just gives you their own bullshit, what they think it looks like. But all it sounds like is like, oh, everything that we built up today, we need to get rid of. You know, Mary Kondo would be happy with that shit. <laughs> no, but I think it's, it's, it's a bit different. It's a bit different than just that, you know. Yeah, and nowadays, you have the idea of both, you know, the husband and the wife both holding down a job to be able to sustain, you know, their lifestyle is, mm. is more widely accepted than it was back then. You know, back then, no, it wasn't a, lo- a big, a large segment of society had a big issue with the wife working for whatever reason, you know. Um, the same thing with kids. Back then, the expectation was a household of four kids. That was the normal thing. Nowadays, it's too Ahmedabek. You know, four kids. That's uh, that, that. That's a little too too little, to be honest. Yeah, I know, right? No, dude. My back, grandpa had eighty-five. Kids. Exactly. Back then, like at my grandpa's yeah. generation, dude, you're an adult by twelve. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by eighteen, you have yeah. six kids. By sixteen, you're involved in war. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you're done. Yeah, خلاص. تتقاعد وانت خمسة وعشرين. أنا ما أب ما أتخرج. ما like you begin work at twenty four. الحين. That's true. You begin work at twenty six now. The lifespan was what until forty fifty. No, what are you talking about? No, uh, so no it was yeah. about in the sixties, in the sixties ish back then. Yeah, 60s, 70s, maybe I tell you. Right now it's in 70s, the what eighties, nineties. Oh, you can't say no way, my guy. Yeah, just look at the history. Yeah, I'm talking just, average population. Okay, average. No, I actually look. I don't know, and no, you guys don't know either. Was, was, yeah, I think it was somewhere around the 60s. I was thinking know, a while people died young. But yeah, people died young. young. And you had a lot of my guy. What are you talking you know, about? Yeah. You didn't have a lot of health care and shit. 40s is still young, my guy. Maybe like no, for, who said 40s? No, no, 40s. no, 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 no. No, nah, dude, Sham, no, no. I'm sorry, Shamsi. 40s is a bit too much. Life expectancy was about, and if I'm not mistaken, was 60s. Uh, now it's, it's my, 80s, my point was you had a, you, you had a lot of things that killed people at a much younger age back then because of the lack of, uh, of healthcare. Like that's our our grandparents. Uh, uh, modern medicine. You're basically and for some reason you still yeah. exist. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Okay. So <laughs> are we done with questions? We done with questions. Hello? It's over. Mafia, any interesting uh, one-off? Am I giving you tasks? <laughs> I'm doing this for you. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so no, 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 no. So there's no questions. <laughs> Look for like the ninth time people ask me about third culture kids, and. What? Oh, what's wrong? Why, why are you angry? What's, you what, what's third, third culture? culture I know what third culture kids is. I don't, but I just can't speak on it because I, I'm not the right guy to talk about it. What is it? A third culture kid mm-hmm. is a kid that, and yeah, basically a kid from the States that grew up in Saudi. That's a third culture kid because they didn't really grow up in the States. They grew up in Saudi and, and they're kind of in between. They're not accepted in Saudi because they're <clears> from the States. And mm. they're not really accepting the space because they're uh-huh. uh-huh. an outcast, uh-huh. a misfit. Uh-huh. Yeah, Zleb. I mean, you just said you just you just, you just said they don't speak for you. Uh, no, I'm just saying I, I don't like to talk about them because not everyone's experience is the same. True. And not everyone, the things I went through doesn't mean everybody else is going to go through it, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, what I might think was bad, someone can come and say, oh, give me a Trump card, right? And just mm-hmm. give me, oh, my shit is worse than you. Yeah. So I, it's hard to speak on those things. But does that's the country accept you? Though. Of course yeah, the country fucking accepts you. Mm. No more, no less. So that's all that matters at the end of the day. Thank you, everybody, for joining yeah, us. Thing. <laughs> every, every, yeah, everybody's experience is different. But anyway, Shams, you want to talk a lot. I give you a lot of space to talk. You need to go back to having COVID and not talking to us again. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, we're done. We out. 
الله We just wanted to shout out happy birthday. Happy was, birthday. Uh, happy birthday. Yeah, the guys couldn't make it. And one had COVID. The other one had a pregnancy scare, yeah. which is terrible. Alhamdulillah. But, you know. False alarm. Alhamdulillah. False alarm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was just a donut. You're good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was gas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, well, anyway, a shout out to all the homies and everybody else that's involved. Uh, shout out to our tens and tens of listeners and tens and tens of viewers. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We'll see you next week. Champsy, are we going to see you on Sunday or not? So are we going to record together or not? Inshallah, yes. Inshallah. He, Inshallah. he has yeah. no idea. Inshallah. Inshallah. See that Inshallah? That's what Malai gave me when I asked him for toys. <laughs> that was the same Inshallah. You're going to disappoint yeah. me, Champsy. Anyway, we out? Peace. Yeah. Yalla, peace. I'm still here. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yalla, peace. Peace. <laughs>